RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today is Monday, December 21st, 2020, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, costume designer Gersha Phillips explains the Terran uniforms from Star Trek Discovery. Author Una McCormick talks about writing for Picard and Janeway in the same year. And Dr. Seuss Enterprises has won an appeal against a Star Trek-themed parody in a copyright claim. I'm Allison Pitt, and today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get 10% off your first month of counseling at betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. Following on from a video earlier this month where costume designer Gersha Phillips described the new 32nd century Starfleet uniforms, Star Trek.com last week posted a new video, also with Phillips, talking about how they updated the Mirror Universe uniforms for the last two episodes of Star Trek Discovery, Terra Firma Part 1 and Terra Firma Part 2. In the three-and-a-half-minute video, Phillips takes viewers through the new process of creating the Terran uniform chest plates, which, like the Starfleet uniforms, used 3D printing to create the most intricate pieces, an improvement on the process from Season 1. Phillips explained, Before, when we did the chest plates, we laser-cut them, and George O's was the only one that we did with the printed version on top. So these ones, referring to the new uniforms, We did all with the printed version, and I think we just executed it a bit better, and I'm really happy with the way they turned out. Phillips also went into detail about how they created Giorgio's fur cape, a piece that she said was designed to feel a bit more casual and a day look. Rather than using full fur, she said, the faux fur was fashioned into strips and sewn on, which Phillips credits with giving the cape its great movement. And what about that iconic crown that Michelle Yeoh, as George O, wore in the show? They were conscious of Yeoh's petite frame and needed something that wasn't going to be overwhelmingly crowny. I really loved the way that one turned out, Phillips said. You can watch Phillips' entire video for yourself now on StarTrek.com, and be sure to catch all the sweet, sweet Mirror Universe action in Star Trek Discovery Season 3, now streaming on CBS All Access. Next up, 2020 has been a monumental year for Star Trek author Una McCormick. In February, her novel Star Trek Picard, The Last Best Hope, was released. And just this October, her autobiography of Catherine Janeway also came out. Last week, Sci-Fi Wire published an interview with the veteran author, exploring what those two novels mean to her, and why she thinks Star Trek still speaks to readers after all these years. McCormick is a former creative writing lecturer who lives in Cambridge in England. She got her start in Star Trek with fan fiction and short stories based on Star Trek Deep Space Nine, followed by her first Star Trek novel, Hollow Men, which came out in 2005. That novel was based on the acclaimed DS9 episode In the Pale Moonlight, and explores the aftermath of Captain Sisko's actions in the Dominion War. Fast forward to 2020, and McCormick has expanded her repertoire beyond Deep Space Nine, all the way to her favorite captain, Jean-Luc Picard. Picard arrived when I was 16, and he's the one I'll always feel fondly towards. TNG was my trek, she said. 
Fitting, then, that she would be selected to write the prequel novel for the first season of Star Trek Picard. In the book, she describes the time after the destruction of Romulus, when Picard led efforts to try and help the Romulan people. But Picard isn't the only Captain McCormick has written this year. She was also entrusted with the voice of Captain Janeway in her fictional autobiography. The Janeway book took a completely different tone from the Picard one, which McCormick described as being very dark and quite intense. She said about Janeway, To do this book, which I wanted to make celebratory, was really refreshing, really joyful. And what about other Star Trek captains? Of the classic era Star Trek, only Sisko and Archer remain without autobiographies. And McCormick said that she'd love to do a Sisko bio. I love Sisko, she said. He's a phenomenal character. His pull between public idealism and private grief, all this power and this passion. DS9 gets better with every view. Una McCormick knows that Star Trek will still have a long future ahead of it, and she attributes that longevity to the franchise's sense of hope. It's a future that we all yearn towards, this sense of exploration, she said. That we really do make it, that we really do get off this planet, and that we really do discover all those incredible species and places that in our secret hearts we know is out there. Even when it becomes darker or dystopian, there's always this great hope. That's something we shouldn't be sentimental or ashamed about, because we all need a little bit of hope. To read McCormick's Sci-Fi Wire interview in full, head to scifi.com. And check out the rest of her novels, which cover standalone stories in addition to her Star Trek and Doctor Who tie-ins at Amazon.com or wherever you get your books. More news in a moment, but first, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It's the winter solstice today, the shortest day of the year for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere. And while you may be lamenting the cold and lack of sunlight, you can also look forward to what the next six months will bring longer, warmer days, and a chance to pull out of the 2020 slump. But you don't just have to wait for the weather. You can take steps to help yourself pull through, too. And that can start with signing up for BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online counseling service that matches you with a licensed professional therapist who specializes in the help that you need. Send a message to your counselor anytime from anywhere and get confidential, affordable advice. You can start living a happier life today. And as a Daily Star Trek News listener, you can get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. And that's help, H-E-L-P. Join over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. That's H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. And a big thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring today's show. Now, next up today, a story following the next chapter in a legal battle. After four years battling it out in the courtroom, the United States Ninth Circuit Court has ruled against the Dr. Seuss parody book, Oh, the Places You'll Boldly Go, preventing the publication of the book and reversing a 2019 ruling from the United States District Court. The Hollywood Reporter brought us the details of the court's decision, which found the book doesn't fulfill the requirements to be considered under the terms of fair use. In 2016, Dr. Seuss Enterprises, or DSE, filed the copyright infringement claim against Comic Mix LLC, 
publisher Glenn Howman, and the book's authors, award-winning comic writer Ty Templeton, and Star Trek's own David Gerald. The latest ruling comes following an appeal by a DSE, which argued that Oh, the Places You'll Boldly Go is not an appropriate use of the source material, infringing on the copyright held by DSE. Circuit Court Judge Margaret McKeown began her opinion on the case by quoting the Dr. Seuss book, Oh, the Places You'll Go, saying, I'm sorry to say so, but sadly it's true that bang-ups and hang-ups can happen to you. McKeown went on to say, if he were alive today, Dr. Seuss might have gone on to say that mashups can happen to you. The creators thought that their Star Trek primer would be pretty well protected by parody, but acknowledged that people in black robes may disagree. Indeed, we do. Ultimately, the court's decision was that the book was not actually a parody, nor is it a transformative work. The judges also cited that while Oh, the Places You'll Boldly Go may not technically violate trademark claims, it does not present any of the factors which would qualify the book as fair use of the Dr. Seuss source material. Now, while you won't be able to pick up your own copy of Oh, the Places You'll Boldly Go, you can read the full story on the appeal process for the book at The Hollywood Reporter, where you can also find the 42-page summary of judgment from the Ninth Circuit Court detailing the case. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get 10% off your first month of counseling by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and this week's Trek trivia. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com. The Roddenberry Podcast Network.